This is the Tiger Town Sports Podcast, a podcast made to connect more with supporters of Northeast Athletics. Each week, we interview those who are responsible for setting the culture and leading our programs to success. Welcome to Tiger Town. And welcome to our free Christmas edition of the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Here, coming to you once again from our Tiger Den studios, Blake Long, Ryan Moreland joining you here as we wrap up what's been a great final week of activity here in 2023 here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. Ryan, we want to remind everybody about all of our social media information while we have just a second. Don't forget to follow us on X, formerly Twitter, uh, on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. Of course, our athletic website is NDMCCAthletics.com. Uh, we're on YouTube. We'll be a lot more active, hopefully, in the spring on YouTube with more highlight videos. Of course, you can go back and watch highlights from all of our football games this year there on YouTube, as well as, naturally, the Tiger Town Sports Podcast there. Uh, of course, our podcast can also be found anywhere you listen as well. Of course, we're on YouTube every week, the video portion, but we are uh, audio only on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those locations as well. So plenty of ways to keep up with Northeast Athletics. And of course, the only exclusive home for Northeast Athletics is NDMCCTV.com. And a shout out to our radio partner, the Shark 102.3 FM, for what's been a great fall semester with them as we are in our second year of our partnership with the shark and we appreciate you our fans as well for bringing us into your homes every week uh, we appreciate that tremendously and looking forward to 2024 the back end of this year ryan Moreland, hard to believe that we've wrapped up officially one semester in this 2023-2024 school year yeah before you know it we'll be in december of 24 after we've played yep. basketball and and softball, baseball, golf, and, and we're into another another season. Absolutely. As we look back on 2023, let's do the entire calendar year. Uh, going back to when basketball picked up again last January, you know, what's some something that stands out to you from this year the most, from, from this calendar year? Uh, you know, I always go back to women's basketball. You know, mm -hmm. Coach Rose through injuries and, and everything. She had, she had six and seven at times, and, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it's easy to – to just throw, kind of throw in the towel and, and let it go, but they kept playing. They won a couple games, and they were competitive in a lot of the other games. They, sure they just were. kept competing. Yep, they sure were, and I honestly think that through the fruits of that, the struggles they went through, the trials and the tribulations from, from the end of last season, from playing with those seven, those six from time to time, I think it's paying off for them this year. I think it is too because they got a, they got a lot of experience. A lot of the ones that are back this year, they got a lot of experience because they had to play last year. Mm -hmm. They had no other choice. They had to play, and it's paid off for them. It has indeed, and we're so proud of the season that they're having right now. We'll talk about that at the conclusion of our podcast, give you a basketball update before we go off the air. Um, but indeed, the Lady Tigers are playing a really good brand of basketball right now uh, as we move into the holiday break. For me uh, – I think back to an outstanding baseball season. Um, of course, there are a lot of individual things along the way. Um, we could talk about, you know, another great men's basketball team uh, that ended up uh, last year. You could talk about golf and the run they had to the national tournament for the first time as a team. That was a great trip they had up to Plymouth, Indiana for the national tournament. Uh, you could talk about football, naturally. We just came off that. We reviewed that last week in our fall recap show. Uh, but Richie Harrelson, Will Brand, Ryan Wesson, uh, the entire coaching staff, the entire players put together one of the most special baseball seasons we've had at Northeast in, in over a decade, to be honest. Uh, made the Region 23 double elimination portion for the first time in, I think it was, what, 15 years, I believe? Mm -hmm. Somewhere in that neighborhood, down to LSU Eunice. Uh, played the number one team in the nation, Eunice, very close first game, and arguably should have won the game. 
you know, to be quite honest, uh, had them there, played them as well as anybody up to that point had played them all year long. And so uh, ended up, of course, in heartbreak in the second game there. Um, but you beat Jones in the best of three series in walk-off fashion and extra innings there. You were at that game uh, and what a game it was. Uh, and then just through the year, you know, again, to finish in the top five of our conference for two straight years. Now, Richard Harrelson's built this program into a t contender. When you can contend in our conference year in and year out, you've done something. Yeah, and, and they got it done in a lot of different ways. You know, they, they had a couple guys on the mound that could, that could throw it really well and and the offense, I mean, the offense top to bottom every game, mm -hmm. they, they just continued to produce throughout the year. Sure did. And you could tell by the players we sent on. Jackson Owen and Mississippi State was the national catcher of the year as a freshman. Uh, naturally, uh, would have loved to have had Colby Holcomb for that second year, but uh, the pitching staff did a phenomenal job as well. Think of a Kai Holiday, uh, sets program records, now playing at one of the premier Division II institutions in the country, Illinois Rhine. Um, you go back, Kelly Crumpton, who's back this year, had an outstanding year after transferring in at the break. You know, the list can go on and on. There were several unsung heroes. Think of a Ward Johnson. It's a big home run against Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Uh, out of the pen, Drew Carty, Brody Lentz, those guys are returning this year as well. Um, and you hate to miss somebody, because I will, but, you know, Harris McReynolds steps up and plays big minutes. Colton Fitzsimmons does the same thing. Um, there were so many guys that contributed to that team and made it, you know, you always hear that, you know, some sports, one, one star can win you some games. That was a true team, though, was it not? Yeah, and like I said, they got it done a lot of different ways. You know, Kyle Holiday mm -hmm. gets on base, steals a base, and, and you know, drive him in. You know, That's Jackson it. McCoy yep. or, or Jackson Owen, somebody mm -hmm. drives him in, and yep. we just, you know, the process keeps going down the line. Absolutely, and it was a fun year for the Tigers. I know we talked to Coach Harrelson earlier. We'll have him on the podcast again in January or early February to talk about their regular season, but he's fired up. Um, we want to go ahead and tell you as well, speaking of baseball, we've got our first pitch banquet that is set in stone. Matt Reiser, head coach for the Memphis Tigers, will be here as our featured guest speaker. He's one of the uh, rising stars in the coaching industry at the Division One level, so go ahead and mark that on your calendar. That will be, I believe, January the 15th. We'll iron out those details. We'll have more information on our athletic website website in the near future on that but go ahead and be making plans to be there for our inaugural or our, our continuing first pitch banquet i know said inaugural it's not uh, last year we had of course matt clement i believe from ole miss that was there um, as our guest speaker and so looking forward to that uh, this year matt riser will be our guest for that information as we, again, last week, Ryan had a fall recap here on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. We're going to revisit the fall one more time here uh, and talk with Brenda Mays as our special guest on today's podcast. And Coach Mays and her team recently had their postseason awards banquet, and we're going to talk to her about those awards, talk to her about what's coming up. Um, and it's going to be an interesting offseason for her. You know, it's kind of like this program, obviously, full of freshman year one in experience. And this year, they're going to have to do some moving around over the next couple of months because after the year's over with Bonner Arnold Coliseum, or after basketball season's ever with going to be undergoing some more renovations and so uh, her team may be in flux a little bit over the summer as far as practice locations things of that nature but if anybody can overcome all that it's Brenda Mays yeah you know after after your first inaugural season you, you kind of expect the first off season you kind of don't know what to expect but mm -hmm. but even more so now because you know the gym's in, in flux you don't mm -hmm. know when that's going to get done and you're trying to work with a couple of high schools around the area to see if you can practice mm -hmm. camps and all this different things so yep. it's going to be a little bit different feel this off this first off season 
And, you know, it, it'll serve us well going into the season, though. Yeah, but as Coach Mays notes, it is going to be an important offseason, their first ever offseason having players on campus. She's got six returners that we'll talk about coming up here in just a second. And to have that extra time, that development time, Ryan, uh, will prove her program to be uh, very beneficial. Yeah, well, because, you know, those girls were once freshmen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they know a little bit about what to expect. Now they're going into their second year. So now they know they know what they have to do to get better and can help the incoming freshmen get to where they need to be. Absolutely. Brenda Mays, our guest, we'll talk to her when we come back on the Tigertown Sports Podcast. Someone once said, life is constantly moving forward, and that's the way we like it. First day, first year moving forward, fast. Don't just find yourself, create your future. Want to design something? Great, learn how to design websites and apps. Learn anything. With education, you can change the world. Future in fighting crime? Want to save lives? Do it here, and here too. Side by side, learning from experts in their fields. But you've got to move forward fast. Because today is now and tomorrow is coming soon. And to get ahead of the game, you've got to get ahead of your time. Moving forward, not backwards, forward. So what are you waiting on? Get moving. Move your ideas. Move others too. This is your future, your opportunity. So take it and move all of us forward. And we thank you for joining us once again on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Brenda Mays, our head volleyball coach, joining us once again. Uh, coach, appreciate the time as always. And uh, I know you and I are both looking forward to the Christmas season, some time with our family coming up. Um, anything special you're going to have going on during the holiday season coming up? Um, just every year, um, our family event is usually on uh, Christmas Eve, and then I host. So I get to see all my uh, nieces and nephews great nieces and mm -hmm. nephews so i have a um, pretty big family so i look forward to that every year well family time is always the best time so of course yes. we hope you and your family have a wonderful christmas season ahead coach uh, we've got to talk about and wrap up a volleyball season our inaugural volleyball season here at northeast um coach uh, of course if you look at the record the wins and losses didn't line up like we wanted to uh, but when you had a team full of freshmen you could see progress almost every match especially later in the year i feel like the last five to six matches our girls got what you were expecting from them um and, and i thought that we have set the foundation in a good way what are your thoughts overall on this first season i agree blake um you know this first season we were plagued with a lot of injuries mm -hmm. um we never really had the whole group until the last few That's weeks mm -hmm. uh, of the season. And as they played, uh, we got better each time. So, uh, like you said, it wasn't wins and loss what we wanted, but I will say we were actually in every match um, and, you know, took uh, some schools to four sets. But um, for as a start is concerned, it was a pretty good start. I agree. Uh, if you as a coach kind of sit back and evaluate, as I'm sure you have year number one, what are some of the things you learned maybe that was different from the collegiate or at the collegiate level than what you were able to do? Of course, the success you had at Muscle Shoals High School uh, for many, many years. Maybe any differences at the collegiate level as you've observed year one? Well, the, uh, a few differences. Um, you know, taking the fact that, you know, in high school you have – um, players that come up through your program mm -hmm. and then once they get to high school uh, they already know what to expect and everything with uh, the girls that I had this year uh, we didn't get to um, 
come in early. Um, most of them, or several of them, had already taken several dual enrollment classes, so they didn't need summer school. So we didn't get to have that time. And then when we did come in, we just hit the ground running. So it was a lot to get within a three-week period. So considering that's the time length that we had to work within, I thought we actually did pretty well. So it took them, you know, a little longer to bond and to get the connections between, you know, a setter and a hitter to develop what we actually needed. So that was the biggest difference in um, not having that spring to work with the returners or mm -hmm. uh, the summer to work with the freshmen coming in. That's right. And that's one thing you will have this year is, is returners for the first time. Uh, you'll have the summer to work with them. We'll talk about that here in a second, but we want to wrap up this year first. Uh, you had your postseason banquet recently, Coach, and uh, gave out a bunch of awards, some based on statistics, some based on team voting, some based on uh, your observations as well. Um, I want you to go through and let's let's brag on these girls and, and talk about all these awards you were able to give out a couple of weeks ago at the banquet well great um i guess we can start with the academic award mm -hmm. uh, i really like giving out the academic award uh, because academics are important mm -hmm. in college um, you know you want student athletes that have goals in mind and what they want to do and and especially see if they can uh, combine academics and athletics together so i actually had three young ladies at the time that had a 4.0 uh, gpa so we go back and break those 4.0s down into averages, um, who had the highest average. So mm -hmm. this um, this season's uh, academic award went to Madeline Ledbetter, who attended Red Bay High School. And so um, that was a, a, a big improvement um, or a big uh, excitement for her. And I say mm -hmm. that because when we met early in the season, and uh, we were going over different things, and I was telling them we had Wi-Fi on the bus. You know, you can get your work done, and then that way you can give yourself enough time to get your mind focused on the game before we get off. And she was one of the ones at the end of the conversation said, you did say we have Wi-Fi. So <laughs> that let me know that <laughs> academics was really important to her. So I was really proud that mm -hmm. she was able to receive that award. Um, you know, as I know earlier, the captains were chosen by the team. Mm -hmm. So all the captains get, um, got the captain's award. And uh, remember, I had a setter, a hitter, and a defensive person that were in those roles with Cammy um, Whiff as a setter, uh, Irving Norris as the hitter, and then Giselle Lopez as the defensive player. So I gave those out. Uh, we gave um, a hitter award. Um, Irby Norris um, pulled down that award. Assist award came from, um, was Cammie with, because mm -hmm. she ended up being the only a real setter that I had. Right. Well over 600 assists. Good number there. Yes. Um, then we had the um, the passer award, and that, that award went to Ambriana Shorter. Mm -hmm. And in all the serve receptions, the passes she made throughout the season, she only had four, 15 errors, mm -hmm. and people like, 15 errors is quite a bit, but not when you're talking about 133 sets. Well, absolutely. That's actually a good number. So she received that award, and she also received the um, Most Improved Award, mm -hmm. uh, Most Improved in different areas such as uh, communication uh, and also picking up line-to-line um, -line, uh, digs mm -hmm. uh, that were taking place. So she actually uh, gave us some... Uh, quality and defensive moves during some big games throughout the season. Um, 
besides those wards, we had uh, one of the other wards, Blocker Ward. The Blocker Ward went to Scala A there uh, from Tupelo. And um, out of those um, 37 blocks, I believe I got the statistics correct, uh, 21 of them were solo blocks. Mm -hmm. So she, um, about midway through the season, we had talked about, you know, averaging four blocks, at least four blocks uh, a match. And, and so she had a goal to reach. So I believe that's why she did so well in that area. And then we had um, an offensive player and a defensive player. Um, our defensive player award went to Giselle Lopez from Belmont. And uh, and we call her G. So as you know, G, G is everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, she takes the second pass if a setter has to pick up a dig or anything. And then she's always covering behind the hitters. And mm -hmm. she did an excellent job. And, and her um, digs was up in the 300. So I was really proud of that effort. And she received, that's why she received the defensive award. And then the offensive award, it was pretty close at first. But like I said, we had several injuries. But right toward the end, uh, Irby came on and was more consistent mm -hmm. in her hitting. And she received the uh, offensive award. She had the most kills for our team this season. Yep, sure did. So a great group of award winners. Uh, proud of all of them. And there are a couple of girls in there that didn't get awards that also impacted our team. Um, but we're proud of all of them. And we've got a good foundation coming back. But uh, first and foremost, Coach, let's talk about this group of girls. And as you'll uh, look back overall and, and remember them, you know, what, what will you remember about this first group of Northeast volleyball players? Well, first of all, let me say, and I said, you know, Irby ended with the most kills. Mm -hmm. um, but Avery um, Thomas actually got the offensive award because she played everywhere. Yes, she played, that's a good um, point. Yes. She played outside. She played middle. She mm -hmm. played right side. Uh, she came up with some big kills at the right time. Mm -hmm. and so Very she versatile player. Very versatile. And so she was a six-rotation player. Mm -hmm. And she actually received the offensive award. And so we'll just start with her returning. Yes. Um, you know, she she wouldn't have missed, but she had a, a week or so where she was out with a concussion. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she wanted to play, but, you know, when you're dealing with medical issues, you have to let them ride out. Mm -hmm. So, um, and um, but she's returning, and she's one of our strongest hitters. And we're looking forward to, to see how she does with the um, newcomers that are mm -hmm. coming in. As she would say, or Irby would say, uh, when the freshmen come in, they're already <laughs> claiming their sophomore, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Their sophomore um, mm -hmm. status. And I said, uh, we still got to get through the spring. She said, but we're officially the sophomores for next year. And I said, <laughs> you're correct. So besides Avery coming back, we have uh, Irby. Mm -hmm. So uh, she's an outside that's coming back. Um, and, you know, as a top hitter coming back. Then we have... Uh, Cammy coming back. Cammy mm -hmm. Webb coming back as a setter. So we have some experience in that category. Mm -hmm. Big. So she's returning as a starting setter. Then we have um, Giselle Lopez. Mm -hmm. She's got the defensive award. So um, she she kids with me all the time. She said, well, you know I can hit and I can set. And then I said, well, if you just keep doing what you're doing, we'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to take some mm -hmm. of that pressure off of you. Sure. And mm -hmm. get some people to play those yes. roles. So we're excited to see um, – how she does next year mm -hmm. uh, working with the freshmen and then we have uh, Ambriana Shorter the uh, most improved player and a good passer so she's returning mm -hmm. and um, um, 
then we also have Madeline Ledbetter that's returning. You know, at the beginning of the season, she was right before we started play. She was really coming along, and then she had the ankle injury. But she is um, excited. She's doing therapy to strengthen her ankle and uh, also continue strength on her knee. Mm -hmm. knee cause she had um, ACL before, right, back mm -hmm. in January. So mm -hmm. you know, she was she did well being six months out and yes. working. So. Um, those are the six players that we have that are returning. Mm -hmm. And so um, during the last few weeks of this first semester, we got to do a little skill work. You know, they came in and worked, and uh, I'm already seeing improvement Wonderful. in all of them. So the, like I told them, and I'll tell you all and our um, fans that are listening, we didn't get to do this before mm -hmm. we started our season and now we've got this opportunity to have those um, few hours a week to work on different skill development and stuff so I actually saw um, improvement already so I hope that continues. And I think our fans will see the difference in those six sophomores as they come in next year because they're going to have extra time to work out, um, extra opportunities to be with coach, and a full spring to get a lot of work in as well. That's going to be a huge, huge benefit for us as well. Yes, we're you know hitting the weight room. You know, some of them didn't lift in mm -hmm. high school, so we're strengthening our upper body and our lower body, and you know we're working on. Uh, a lot of the things that's going to help prevent injuries once we start. Mm -hmm. So I've been excited about watching them improve in the weight room and improve on their individual skills. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned the classroom, and, and if I remember correctly, I know I got all the team GPAs that came in, but I think yours was really good for the semester. Brag on your girls in the classroom, too. Yes. Uh, we had four young ladies, and we had a total of 15, mm -hmm. and that's 13 players and two managers. So we had four of those young women that had straight A's, 4.0. So I was, I sent them a, a text and say, here's to the A club. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had uh, five more that had all A's and just one B. Mm -hmm. So I sent them a text in a group text and uh, did the clapping hands, you know, way to go. This Absolutely. is the way to come through on that uh, first uh, semester. So I was proud out of the 15, nine of them had, you know, A's and B's, all A's mm -hmm. and B's. Fantastic. So that is great. I think uh, Ms. Trelaw, our success coach, uh, gave me our overall GPA was a um, 3.34. Well done. So I think that is great. Mm -hmm. um, the value of academics that goes with uh, the athletics, that way they are working toward their degree, what they want to do at the next level, and they've got their academics in order. Well, congratulations to the girls. That's a great first GPA, 3.34. We're not satisfied, though. We can do better. We can. We can. And so, and I, I know we can. Mm -hmm. So, you know, now that the um, freshman, uh, our freshman group has gotten that experience of that first year of college um, playing mm -hmm. and um, studying and traveling and all that stuff that goes hand in hand. So they'll be able to show some leadership for the freshmen that are coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you may need to concentrate in this area or this area. So right. they'll be able to help their teammates out. Absolutely. Way. Yep. So one semester officially done for our volleyball program. And Coach, next semester is going to have an interesting twist to it. As if, you know, th things 
uh, around here. We're always moving forward at Northeast, as we say, as <laughs> President Ford says. Uh, we're going to, uh, I don't think it's been announced publicly, but have some gym renovations going on in the spring after basketball season wraps up. So I know that's going to make some things interesting for you moving forward. Um, but when we come back in January, uh, just go through what kind of the spring semester is going to be like. And, and I know it may not be like it normally will in the future because of the gym issues, but what will it be like for you moving forward in, in January? Well, in January, of course, you know, uh, like you said, we're moving forward and our, um, we only have one um, inside facility. Mm -hmm. And so that is used in a community sense as well. So because mm -hmm. we host the Prentice County Tournament, we host Ooh. the, the um, we got the five the county five junior county high tournament, MHSA junior high, the MSA junior high. So <laughs> our gym is packed. Yes. So <laughs> we have a lot to uh, work around. But and and plus, you know, the main thing is our men and women's team are playing. You mm -hmm. know, they're actually doing really well right now. So uh, that all of that is happening in the gym. So when we come back in January, uh, we'll still hit the weight room hard and work on skill development, but. We'll probably be doing that at 530 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so that gives us a time to work where we're not running into any any other activity that takes place in the gym. Mm -hmm. So we're um, we're working on that. And then our uh, recruiting, we've actually signed three so far mm -hmm. for next year. And um, we will be getting a response from uh, four to six that I've offered that's coming in in the spring so mm -hmm. we haven't posted any of them yet i think one of them has actually had her school signing and so i'm trying to wait till the other two have theirs before we actually post their names that are out there mm -hmm. but i'm um, looking forward to that and um they actually three of them got to meet the ones that are coming back some of the ones that are coming back mm -hmm. so um and as they did when they came i know one of them told me say you know we're we stalk them. We look them up on mm -hmm. Facebook to see how they're doing. I said, well, you're checking out your competition. And they were, she was like, well, yes, ma'am. So I said, well, you know, some of them are playing club. Some of them are playing another sport. Mm -hmm. And so, but, you know, you got to do the work to make sure you where you need to be. That's I right. said, as coaches, you know, we try to bring in people that are better than what we have. So you got to hold your own. Yes, ma'am. We're ready. We're ready. So I, uh, I know we'll be working hard in the spring, you know, with volleyball you have 28 dates in the fall, and you can have four dates in the spring. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've talked to some coaches about that, but right now with just six players, we probably won't have, probably won't get to play that type of competition. Mm -hmm. uh, the only way that we could possibly play that is that um, one of those recruits that I've signed actually take a course in the spring mm -hmm. here at uh, Northeast. If they do that, then... I'll look at that, but I'm not sure that we're going to do that. So we're, we're discussing that over the break. And if that's what they do, then it can work out. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, then we won't. But at least we will have the the workout time and to work to get better as individuals. Yes, absolutely. Uh, since the last time we talked here in the podcast, uh, we're going to have some more competition in our league or as far as in Region 23. Uh, Meridian and Jones have announced volleyball programs. Uh, Coach, how do you anticipate that maybe changing scheduling and things of that nature moving forward to next season? Well, uh, you know, talking with the uh, our coaches that we have that have put six in our conference. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, last year we didn't, get the recognition as a conference mm -hmm. because we didn't have enough so if that passes then we fingers we, crossed we'll see fingers crossed 
we'll have a conference so that our players will be able to get that recognition. Mm -hmm. And so I know that right now we can get recognition on a regional level. And as soon as that time comes, our players will be sent our names will be sent in for some of those academic awards from a regional level, but we also want them to be get that recognition as a state level. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully if it passes, then we'll have our own conference and then that'll give them another opportunity to let their um, talent show academically and athletically. Mm -hmm. But uh, by bringing them in, we'll play home and away mm -hmm. with our regional competition. So. You usually say that cuts down on travel, but not necessarily because we have right. 15 schools in our conference. Mm -hmm. And so now that six, and I know three of them are way down south. That's right. Yep. One Jones. down south and the other two way down south. Yep. So we got, we're used to traveling to Pearl River, but then we'll add Jones to it. So mm -hmm. they give us another trip. And then traveling to Meridian will give us one that's midway. I midway, yeah, that's fine. Midway. Um, and then, of course, we still have uh, ICC and Northwest. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a, those are six group, six um, good schools, group of girls mm -hmm. that um, athletes will be be able to um, show their talents from within the state and, mm -hmm. of course, with a few out-of-staters. Yep, so that'll give you 10 matches already next year with the addition of Jones and Meridian. Um, we had several tri-matches this year. Do you intend to continue to schedule several of those next year as well? Um, I thought about that. Um, not sure. I think what um, my, well, I'm looking at right now, I'm trying to wait till I get those six schools scheduled. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that we'll do, uh, still do the tournaments and uh, hopefully not have to do a tri-match but if mm -hmm. that's the case you know we'll work on it we, you know we may be able to work on it or or possibly we we actually can play a double hitter and not actually host a tri-match so mm -hmm. we just play two different people and they go on to play someone else so i'm not sure about that one yet mm -hmm. um, um it has its advantages and disadvantages sure. mm -hmm. so you know i want to give my players the best opportunities that they have and so um, we actually hosted two at our school, and then we went and played in one. Right. Um, at so, Northwest, um, I believe it was. Yes. So if we do it in tri-matches, I'd rather they be on the road than at home. Mm -hmm. But we'll see how the schedule goes. Good deal. I'm sure next time we get you on, we'll be talking about that schedule. <laughs> um, Coach Mays, thank you for the time again today. Uh, we had to get you on here and talk about these girls one more time um, and kind of wrap up this inaugural season. Uh, wow, you know, it's hard to believe we started in August and here we are in December already, <laughs> Coach. You know, they, yeah. the, the same time as the thief, it is indeed, is it not? Yes, yes. Um, it, it went pretty fast. and uh, But I am really proud of the young ladies um you know i only talked about six that are returning mm -hmm. and um uh, and the, the you know the reason why some of the other ones are returning uh, one got accepted in nursing school and yes she's moving on in that area um two of them wanted to focus on uh academics because uh, you know if you're used to making straight a's and you get something beside it sometimes uh, it changes true. and so mm -hmm. i appreciate the fact that you know they're, they're trying to move move in that area so um you know it, it's a it's a big thing and um but i am really proud of the the effort that the girls gave the uh, mm -hmm. success that they uh, received mm -hmm. and uh and that that desire that, that they know that they were just that close instead of yeah. the other games and so you know i bragged on them and told them sometimes we went to places and 
they couldn't believe it was our first year. Mm -hmm. So, yep. you know, that was it's a compliment true. to them. And so I'm excited to see what next year brings. I agree. And let me make one more point before we get out of here. The one takeaway or one thing I'm going to remember about this season forever is the first couple of home matches, the Freed Hardeman match, the ICC match. We had outstanding environments. Thanks to our band for coming for those couple of matches yes, there. Yes. Um, but, man, those were some fun nights there, Coach. And I hope that's a consistent environment that we have moving forward. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, the cheerleaders were there for every home mm -hmm. game. Yes, thank you, Coach uh, Chastity Moore there. Yes, yep. Coach more for that and then um, when I talked to Mr. Mitchell about the band being there and the first when we had to meet the the Lady Tigers mm -hmm. um, the whole band was there and then when we played um, ICC you know which is a big rivalry mm -hmm. the band was there and then they were actually there for our opening uh, game so uh, even some of my friends from Alabama, I was telling them about it. They were watching it on our Gold Channel. Mm -hmm. They was like, y'all had the band and cheerleaders and everything <laughs> there. So when you talk about environment, it was great. We had several people from the community there from uh, different uh, school systems where they had come to our camp during mm -hmm. the summer. So that environment was electrifying. So hopefully uh, next season we'll have that same environment as well. I agree, Coach. Uh, before we wrap it up, let's have a couple of fun Christmas questions. What's your favorite Christmas treat, Coach? <laughs> Ooh, my favorite Christmas treat? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a hard one. I don't know if I have a <laughs> favorite Christmas treat. Okay. Um, I'll give you mine. But Christmas but is my favorite holiday. There you go. Okay. okay. I love the multicolored candy canes. Oh. I like those, yes. Not not the original peppermint. I like the multicolored ones. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a, I'm a sticker to... Uh, simple stuff. There we so, go. I like the, um, back when I was little, we, um, uh, I came from a single parent home and we would always get a stocking that had apple and orange, a big candy cane stick. Mm -hmm. Those were the big ones that were sure. big around mm -hmm. and would have a few nuts in there. And this, to this day, I don't eat them orange slices because we had so many and, uh, i like gummies and things but we mm -hmm. ate so many orange slices we didn't <laughs> but that was one of the uh -huh. gifts that we got we knew we were getting that every year so uh that i guess that would probably be my stocking stuff there you go Christmas. how about that uh what's santa bringing you this year oh <laughs> i'm not sure what santa is bringing me this year um, I can say Santa just bring me the, the players that I'm recruiting. There we go. <laughs> that would be a I big think that's gift. a great gift. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's an ornament on your tree that means a lot to you? Ooh, I have a couple of those. Um, I have an ornament that always goes up on my tree from, um, from high school. When I coached in high school, um, I have one for each, um, state championship that mm -hmm. we won. So I have four of those on there. Uh, my favorite ornament probably is an ornament that my son made when he was in grade school, and mm -hmm. I've saved it. I always put that on there. And uh, when I came to coach here at Northeast, I got a, a round ornament that had Northeast Tigers. And then, of course, this year I got to put the 75th. Uh, anniversary mm -hmm. ornament on the tree. Yep, same here. That was an awesome <laughs> gift. Shout out to our foundation doing a great yes. job. Tiffany, Patrick, the crew there. Uh, la you. Last question, and this is the most burning question of all. How long, or no, no, here we go. How early is too early to put up the Christmas tree, and how long do you leave it up after Christmas is over? Well, I put mine up after Thanksgiving. Okay, so after Thanksgiving, okay. And so I, I put them up, uh, and I love Christmas, so I put them up because I, I have 
picked up things all during the summer. Mm -hmm. So this gives me a time to go ahead during some vacation time during the holidays to wrap some and put them on the tree. Mm -hmm. And I uh, wait till after New Year's to take it down. So okay. in the mindset, um, as my mama used to say, it's like you're having Christmas all year long. That's it. That's <laughs> so, pretty wise so, right there. Um, I like so that. That's when I take it down. After Good years. deal. Brenda Mays, head volleyball <laughs> coach here at Northeast. We're in the Christmas mood here. Uh, again, Merry Christmas to you, Coach. And Merry Christmas to you, too, Blake. And to all our fans. We appreciate you. Yes, um, it's do. been a great 2023 year overall here at Northeast. More history to be made next year. We're already excited about 2024. Uh, not just for volleyball, of course, but for everything going on here. Uh, yes. 2024 should be a really great year for Northeast. Um, sure hoping so and yep. you know president ford would say moving forward moving yeah. forward as always go tigers <laughs> as always that's a way to end it right there when we come back we'll put a bow on this podcast right after this <laughs> northeast mississippi community college has a storied and reverent past in athletics that identifies where we have been and a passion for success that indicates where we are going Every former student athlete is a success story within themselves. And the pitch is a line shot into left field. The Tigers are going to walk it off and will walk their way in to the second round. What a gutsy performance. The Lady Tigers win 70-65. to Lady Tigers are going to steal one from Senatobia. Cannon fade away three. Wesley puts it back up. He's good. He's good. Wesley got it off. The Tigers. Join us as we celebrate 75 years of athletic excellence at Northeast. Welcome back one more time to the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Again, thank you, Brenda Mays, for joining us here. Uh, you can tell the optimism about her program going forward in her voice. Uh, going to be working on scheduling soon. Uh, again, we mentioned Meridian and Jones coming into the conference next year as new region opponents. So Brenda will go from six region games to ten next year. Um, we'll see how her schedule pieces together. Again, as we mentioned before the interview, and then she touched on it as well, um, maybe some interesting scheduling situations depending on when the gym is ready potentially here at northeast and bonner arnold coliseum and the renovations that will be happening in it so uh stay tuned there of course we'll talk to her again closer to the summertime next year to get more details on her 2024 schedule and that 2024 roster she signed a couple now uh waiting to hear from more she mentioned in january as she puts that year number two team together and ryan always have been told year number two gonna be better than year number one yeah, you can't go anywhere but up. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's hoping. That's what we're all hoping. And I think we can kind of see it because they, we were really competitive this yes. year. Mm -hmm. Even though the, the results, the record it doesn't show it, we were really competitive. And I think that going into next year, will be the record will indicate more than uh, what it did this year. I agree with you on that completely. And so looking forward to year number two of volleyball here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. Let's talk basketball here as we talk about what's going on here right now as we enter the Christmas break. Uh, we want to start our basketball talk by congratulating Alexis Rowe on being named the Conference Player of the Week. Uh, Ryan, she had two really good games uh, on uh, the week before this podcast aired. Uh, when she went to Sneed State, she was the team's leading scorer with 14 points. That was a game where Coach uh, Rhodes played everybody on the bench available. Uh, Alexis Sill ended up leading us in scoring with 14 that night, a balanced scoring effort. But Freed Hardeman was the place where she had a wonderful 
effort that night. 28 points, a career high. Uh, shot the basketball very efficiently, had several steals. Um, and she's a player, Ryan, that even Coach Rhodes brags on her. She's gotten much more well-rounded in her game over the last year since becoming or coming here originally as a freshman. Yes, she is, and I've seen it more this year, too. She's able to take the, bas the ball to the basket off the dribble mm -hmm. instead of you know, maybe getting to get around the block and, and taking a dribble too. Now she's going, bringing it up the floor, getting it from the top of the key and, and driving to the basket. And her, and her field goal percentage shows it as she's mm -hmm. up around 50%. She's, I think she shot around 60% the last uh, handful of games. Yes, she has. And so congratulations to Alexis Rowe, the Conference Player of the Week, her first award of her career. And that's another thing about her. She's been very driven this year. You know, last year uh, did not win a postseason award. I thought she got snubbed in the all-conference team. Should have been at least on the second team there. Uh, did not get that. Um, and I'm not so certain she hadn't taken that a little personally this year because she's played lights out so far uh, in this semester. Yeah, I think in conference play last year, last season, she was she was close to averaging a double double. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like you said, she's just kind of uh, picked right up where she left off. She didn't start the mm -hmm. first two games of the year, but you know, since then she started every game, and, and you know, it's been hard to take her out of the lineup since. Absolutely, and no question about that. And I will say this as well: uh, the rebounding totals this year have not been there. But that's not necessarily against her, though. Madison Miller has stepped up her efforts in rebounding the basketball. So has Madison Gardner. Um, and even our guards get in there. Jasmine Malone's a good rebounder. Anna Green's a good rebounder. So uh, the rebounding figures are not necessarily there like they were last year. Um, but give Alexis credit. She's developed. Uh, she's stolen the basketball better. She handles the ball better. Uh, better. I beg your pardon. And so, like I said, just a more well-rounded player so far. Yeah, I think she's become a better on-ball defender. Like yes. I said, the steel, steel number is up, and, and I think that's a credit to her being a better on-ball defender this year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She'll find a great home. Uh, Coach Rhodes mentioned the other day on the Coach's Show, I believe, that uh, her recruitment is starting to pick up big time. And so she said that Alexis may have a new home sooner rather than later. A decision may be coming soon, so we're excited to hear that. And we'll keep you up to date on that as we move forward on this talented Northeast Lady Tiger basketball team. Now 9-4. and four. Again, They've been, we record this to one game to go in the semester um, over at Calhoun. Uh, they're coming off a big win over Arkansas State Mid-South on Tuesday evening as we record this. And uh, Ryan, 9-4 uh, already eclipsed last year's win total. Uh, year number two of the Chelsea Rhodes era. Um, not bad. She's played great competition. Um, the good news is I like a sign of a good team. You beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And then from time to time, the Chipola game as an example, she's gone out and beaten some teams that on paper um, she was not favored in. And so a great first semester, in my opinion, for uh, the Lady Tigers. Yeah, and I think Ch uh, Coach Rose can uh, check one thing off, and that's way more games in year two than you did year one. Yep. You can check Already. that off. Yeah, and we're just halfway through the year, and, and that's a good thing. So now she can go into conference play and – and say, you know, we got a full roster now. Let's go win some ball games. Absolutely. Uh, I think the goal, and this may be for the Tigers too, some time off over the holiday break, get some girls and guys healthy, and get ready for that conference play that starts on January the 18th. Let's talk about those guys right now as well. You talk about special, 12-1. and one. And for a team that returned only two sophomores from last year's team, uh, I'm not certain if Cord Wright uh, would have told you they'd be 12-1 and one right now as we record this, but I know he'd take it without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, two sophomores, you know, Caleb Parr, and, you know, we knew what he could do from last year. Mm -hmm. And Alan Hughes, uh, the last three games, has really upped his game. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this team is just kind of a, a balanced attack, really. I mean, because yeah. you don't know game in, game out who's going to lead you in scoring, you know, who's doing what. Because we've seen, you know, two of the last three has been Caleb Bull. Yep. You know, last two, is, you know, he's had help with Allen. So, and then Tyler mm -hmm. Bird has been there as well. So, 
it's really a complete team. Absolutely. And then the defensive end as well. I love the play of Josh Holman on the defensive end. And we talked about that last night uh, after the Arkansas State Mid-South game. Again, we record this here after that game is over with. Um, how much of an impact he made on the defensive end. Cam Carter's a great on-ball defender. He's normally tasked with guarding either their point guard or their number one scorer on any given night. And so uh, between those guys and the effort from everybody else, Luchi Thomas played a great final 10 minutes last night defensively as well against Arkansas State Mid-South. Uh, this team is starting to find its own, as we mentioned and talked with Coach right they're winning in different ways too which i think and you know you've watched a lot more basketball than i have my friend but it's a sign of a good team when you can win games in different ways yeah it is you look at the scores of a lot of our games this year you know we've scored in the 80s and the 70s mm -hmm. we scored a lot of the different ways that's the first time in a long time i've seen us win a game in the 60s yep and that's Agreed. good because we won a defensive battle down five at halftime and you know and down 11 midway through the first quarter yeah or first half beg your pardon yeah and i mean they they, they could have easily thrown in the towel mm -hmm. and you know let mid-south get a couple baskets and kind of start to put the game away but but they just played defense they let their defense produce the offense mm -hmm. to get them back in the game absolutely they did and so nine and four for the lady tigers 12 and one for the tigers with one game to go at calhoun community college and as we return from the break round we remind everybody that our first games after christmas will be on thursday january the 4th right inside the friendly confines of bonner arnold coliseum as volunteer state from gallatin tennessee will come to town we went up there last year did they come back down to our place yeah they did I, yeah I we've had a home and home with them last year yeah. um but only one time with them this year and they'll be coming here uh 5 30 women 7 30 men uh thursday january the 4th the students will not be back on campus just yet so fans of the community uh make sure you come on down and support our Tigers and Lady Tigers. They'll be uh, one of only two non-conference dates they've got left, the other one being Monday, January the 8th. The Lady Tigers have a big one that night against Wallace State from over in Alabama. Uh, the Tigers playing the Royal Ambassadors that night from Jackson, Mississippi, a prep school. And so that will be leading into the Prentice County Tournament here on campus that week. A busy couple of weeks of basketball. <laughs> really, once we get back, my friend, uh, the grind officially begins. Yeah, I mean, once we get back, you know, it's Two basketball games a week for about four weeks, and hello, baseball and softball. That's right. And then <laughs> add in a little tennis from time to time and golf and roll it into one, and we've got a great spring semester coming your way. I hope you're ready for it. I know after a couple of weeks off, Ryan Moreland and I will be ready <laughs> for that as well. Ryan, you got any big plans for the holidays, my friend? Uh, spend time with the family. Absolutely. Hope you, Reagan, and Ariana have a wonderful time. I'll be doing the same thing with uh, Leslie and my wonderful children as well. Uh, Big Hit Mac, shout out from behind the camera. You got anything planned for the holidays? Not a thing. Silent as usual back there. Well, we appreciate you, Elijah. We really do, and all you do. You don't get enough credit here. Ryan and I do all the grunt work here in front of the camera. You just sit back there and chillax behind the camera. No, we appreciate you tremendously, Elijah. You're a big part of the Tiger Town Sports Podcast family and our family here at Northeast. Um, and we thank you all, our fans, uh, anybody watching this, our coaching staff, student athletes, uh, everybody here in Tiger Town and our surrounding communities. We hope you have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Um, and God bless you all during this holiday season. And we look forward to a wonderful 2024 calendar year and the spring semester starting up. Our classes resume January the 8th. Again, our next action will be on January the 4th. And we will take a couple of weeks off here on the podcast because of the holidays as well. And so this is our final episode of 2023. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far. We'll continue to do this and bring in more coaches, more players, more interviews, more fun activities coming your way in 2024. Ron Moreland, any final thoughts, my friend? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Let's put a bow on it right here. 
thank you again all so much for watching. This has been the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. For Elijah Brooks, Ron Moreland, I'm Blake Long. Also for Coach Brenda May saying we'll see you next time here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in the next